Hey guys, it's Ben from Jews and Reviews. And as always, I'm Paul, and we're a part of the Atlantic Transmission Network. A great way to support our show and our sister shows is to visit theatlantictransmission.com and click on the Amazon link at the top of the homepage. It's all the same stuff at all the same prices, but we get a small piece just for sending you there. Shalom. Bye. Welcome back to Jews Interviews. I am Ben. As always, I'm Paul. Paul, how are you? Uh, ben, how are you? Congratulations. Oh, thank you, Paul. Uh, some quick maintenance up top uh, from me, as usual. Uh, it's a little different this week. Uh, I uh, I got married. Hey! So, uh, thank you. It, it was a lot of fun. So, I mean, now that I'm married, we're going to we're gonna have to change the format of the podcast a bit. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to ask permission. Uh, to come here and do it, I'm gonna have yeah. permission to. Yeah, you have to be respectful. What movies we use, mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, and yeah, I just want to be respectful of my my wife. My my wife. But, okay. Yeah. Uh, but Paul, did you have a good time? Uh, I had a great time. We played um, prosecco pong mm. outside. It was great. By the way, Ben, on a scale from one to ten, how good was my best man speech? Uh, I mean, tear, tears in my eyes. I mm. couldn't even. Get, I couldn't even um, emote the words. Yeah, and I actually did the entire speech as David S. Pumpkins. Yeah. So I, it really took off. It really did, and um, and I want to apologize to someone in the room. Yeah. Uh, real um, quick, uh, Albert, I'm I'm sorry you didn't get invited, buddy. Uh, we just weren't that close at the time of the invites, and I just couldn't go back. It's fine. I mean, you know, uh, I was doing other things. I was up at a Scientology-sponsored uh, ska festival upstate. Oh, who was the headliner? Who was the headliner? Uh, <laughs> the Mighty Mighty Boston's. Ah, they were playing with... Uh, uh, this Mighty Mighty Boston's, it was. Yeah. <laughs> They're all Scientologists. Uh, and uh, a specials cover band. Uh, a specials cover band? Yeah, called the, the Specials 2, like T-O-O. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, I'm glad you still had something to do. Yeah, you know, I, I couldn't have made it anyway. That's the thing. I've and you're not on social months. media, so you didn't see I'm pictures, so you weren't media. jealous. No, no. I mean, I'm jealous of uh, you getting married and all. Why? Why is that? You know, Ben, I feel like you and I, ever since I first came on with, um, who's that guy that Ronnie played? <laughs> the senior, uh, the intern. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I feel like you and I have had a real bond, you know? like. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, we, we, would go, we would go out, you know. More of your boss. Yeah, but... you guys, you would ride on the back of his horse. Yeah, we'd go out, you know, catting and all that stuff. I feel like I've lost that forever. Oh, well, listen, you know, we can still be friends, I guess. You think so? But you're not going to be able to come out and, like, go go hunting for strange with me. If he uh, asked for permission. Listen, I'd, I'd, I, I can be a great wingman and still, you know, not fall in the temptations of the vagina. Can I ask, <laughs> that? Can I ask this? Uh, you can. Okay. When do you get your first? So you're married now. Yeah. Congrats. When Thank do you, you get your first whole pass? Like, is it a year thing? Is it like oh, a, I don't a milestone know. thing? Like, you you have a kid. Uh, I, I don't know. I, ha- I haven't been added to the newsletter yet. Oh, the married man's newsletter. Yep. Married weekly. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's just men's fitness. <laughs> uh, uh, and it's and also uh, I think someone uh, owes me an apology. Uh, Ruben, do you want to come over here? Ruben here. Uh, Ruben, you know, 
you take advantage of a party in an open bar, but you know sometimes you, you gotta know when to control yourself and, well, and ben, your limits. Ben, if I could just say, like, I, I, I mean, I, I wasn't invited at first. I didn't get a real uh, invite in the post. Me neither, actually. Or anything like that. Yeah. But you invited me at the last minute. You took a picture of it. And you you texted it to me, and you're like, "Just get down here." You know, we yeah. got an extra seat. That's uh, true. Uncle Morty is is not coming, so I, I came and I was just so exuberant and happy. And there was an open bar, and I've never been around an open bar oh, before. A lot of Shirley Temples. But oh, Ruben, how could you update? How could you interrupt uh, Adam Jacobs Hamotzi? <laughs> how could I? Very easily, yeah. apparently. There you go. Yeah, I mean, it was embarrassing, but um, thankfully, you know, when um, uh, we had all, all my college friends just strap you down in the chair and make you sit in the corner for the rest of the night, and it was everything was better after that. It was, it was, it was, it was one of the hardest things in my life to have to do that, and they were like doing the whole thing where they were pulling the garter off my leg, you know? Yeah, it was crazy. I don't know why you had one on. They put me in a chair. They were going to put me up. Up, 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 yep. up, 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 What is that called? Uh, well, it's part of the horror. It's part of the horror, but it's not like it's. It must have a name, right? Uh, the chairlift. The chair. The chairlift. Yeah. All right. Well, take that. Okay. Good enough. Uh, well, right. I'm sorry, Ben. A, a formal yeah. apology. Oh well, apology accepted. Thank you. And I also heard you were working on something special for today's episode. Well, you guys gave me a beat, like a new, yeah. like a real mm-hmm. beat. We decided that you know you are a junior reviewer, and you know where you were doing some things with Ruben's Corner, reviewing some stuff. That kind of fell to the wayside, and then Albert had to pick up the slack and show initiative and do the locker room talks, which we appreciate. Uh, oh, are we both supposed to be doing things, like, in the same episode? No, no, no. no. I'm saying yeah. in, in lieu of you not doing things. Okay. Uh, but, you know, we decided, listen, this is the age of tent. Content is everywhere. Yeah. And we can't – I mean, Paul and I concentrate on major motion pictures. We're the professionals. Yeah. You know, we – you know, we go to the theater, we have movie pass, the silver screen. That's our deal. But there's so many original films being streamed all across the world. So why don't we have Ruben on that beat, the stream beat? The stream beat. That's what we're calling it, I guess. That's right. As the official millennial of the show. Well, I guess you guys are millennials too. Uh, are there a Generation Y? I think, I think we had this conversation once. Who cares? It's, it's, it's we o- we overlap. We, we're both. Okay. So you put me in charge of streaming movies, Hulu, Netflix, Amazon, things like that. So the first movie I'm going to do, because we're doing Atomic Blonde today, as you will see in the title of the episode. That's true. Is a sort of Atomic Blonde-inspired movie uh-huh. on Netflix. It's out now. It's called What Happened to Monday? Okay. Mm-hmm. Have you boys seen it? I have not, nope. but it's on my queue. It's on your queue. How about you? I have not. Is it on your pee? It's on my pee. Ooh. But, you know, maybe you can entice me to watch it later. Okay. So, I watched the whole movie and in its entirety, and it's, it's, it's pretty good. <laughs> I say that. It's got Numi Rapace doing a sort of like... Uh, Is that the girl with the dragon tattoo? Uh, yeah. Yeah. She was in that movie. And she's doing a sort of clumps meets... And Frank meets uh, uh, John Wick type thing. You laugh, but you see the movie and you know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm not being salacious here. Uh, a lot of hiding from the government. And uh, did Willem Dafoe plays, I think, the grandfather or the father. It wasn't made very clear, but it was it was it was great. It's got a it's it, it's got a little trouble with tone. 
because it's, it tries to be very dramatic and then it tries to be very violent. But at the same time, there's like a lot of campiness going on to it. It's, they're trying to figure out what's going on with it. But certainly worth the watch. But I was thinking, more importantly, uh, what would happen if you put Ruben in the movie and I had to play all seven parts? Because, uh. what, okay, so the premise is in the, in the, in the future, TBD, the, if you, you can't have more than one kid because uh, overpopulation is a big deal. It's how we're all going to die. So they take all your kids. And so this man has seven daughters and he hides them all, right? And they, they all have to share one public identity that they go out as. So I was like, what if Ruben had to do this? That's me. What do you guys think? I'd love it. Uh, Greenlit. That, that's the, it's your pitch. What if I did this? Yeah. I, I, I put, I, well, I can't say. I haven't seen the movie. I put a little something extra together, if you'll indulge me. Uh, indulge away. Here we Technical go. difficulties. For three decades, the Child Allocation Bureau has combated catastrophic overpopulation. This sibling will be processed under authority of the Child Allocation Act. To build a sustainable future full of hope and possibility. How do you plan on hiding this? Starting tomorrow, you will each get to go outside on the day of the week. That is your name. Sunday on Sunday, Monday on Monday, Tuesday on Tuesday. Um, Papa? What is it, my child? I mean, I was just hoping I could be called Tuesday because I'm Jewish. <laughs> you all take on the single identity of Ruben, the junior reviewer. Who is taking so long in the bathroom? I don't know. I gotta go. I gotta go. Now, outside, you all need to be Ruben. But in here, I want you all to have your own unique personalities. Be creative. Okay, well, it's clear that I'm the cool oh, one. No, no, Just look at these no, sunglasses, baby. No, no, no. All right, all right. But well, I'm the tough guy. Yeah, that, that, makes okay. Okay. that makes sense. No, he's right. He's right. right. That makes sense. Then I'm the slut. Freddy, oh, oh, the slut. 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 But who says while you're hiding from the government that you can't have any fun while doing it? That's the movie I would watch. That seems like my worst nightmare. What are you talking about? Seven Rubens? Seven of me. Oh, boy. All playing very distinct, uh, yet archetypal personalities. 
Right. Which may so, or may not happen in the movie, so including did, a very archetypal gay one for some reason. So did Jews Day ever get to go outside? Because it's not a real day of the week. Uh, yeah. In Ruben's world, every in day Ruben's is Jews Day. He's the one that got captured. Didn't you hear? They just didn't care about it. Mm, interesting. Uh, all right, well, uh, I guess we have more uh, stream beats to look forward to in the future, Ruben. Oh, yeah. I, maybe don't expect that much production value in future ones. But. Sure. Yeah. Oh, well, you, you set the bar, so you got to you gotta, oh, you gotta, right. you oh, beat I'm the a, bar every time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go work on that then. Thank you, All guys. right. Well, that was nice. That was fun. Uh, Paul, why don't we do what we do best? Jews and previews. Wanna ask me again. Paul, why don't we do what we do best? Man, I'm so glad you asked because I can't wait to tell you. What we do best, Jews and previews. All right, you know who I love. Off. Tom Cruise. Love Tom Cruise. Yeah. I don't think you can do any wrong. He, the guy's 50-something, looks 30-something. I'm a total tomboy. He does his own stunts, uh, and he's got a new movie coming out where he it's a little bit of a mix of some comedy with his action. American Made, based on a true story. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Uh, first off, this looks like the, the best Tom movie to come out in, like, forever. Um, really? Since yes. when? Um, since Jack Reacher 2, Never Go Back. Um. But it kind of has this kind of blow vibe to it, um, where he basically pay, plays a pilot. He was in the military, and he's approached by Jesse Plemons to say, hey, look, um, I have a way for you to make money and work with the government to run drugs and money through Columbia with the biggest drug dealers in the world. And it looks fantastic. Yeah, so he works for the CIA, mm-hmm. and he uh, helps them set up kind of the drug cartel for America's benefit. And uh, yeah, it seems like a lot of fun. It takes place in the 80s, and uh, we all love the 80s. I know. As Michael Ian I Black love said. the 80s. Uh, so I'm, I'm definitely going to see it, because this is going to be like one of those movies where you know that Tom is just having fun. Oh, he just looks like he's having a ball. I mean, yeah. Albert's pumped. Yeah, I, I bet he's like has to go see it, because mm-hmm. it's like a prerequisite in the Scientology. Uh, yeah, I'm almost true, positive. Albert? Oh, here I am. Yeah, we got a we got a special screening of it after our uh, uh, e reading. Ooh, maybe oh, maybe you can get wow. us in. I'll yeah, join Scientology Q, is, just for that. Is there a Q and A? If you join Scientology, you will get a free ticket to this movie. That's that's absolutely that's, true. That's that's fact. Yeah, of course. Mm. Why not? I'm in. What about concessions? Uh, we'll make a concession for that. Oh. oh. All right. Well, I'm excited to see it. I'd like to. Uh, hey, I, hey. I'm genuinely like the most movie. That's. I'm more excited for this movie than anything coming. We uh, we haven't seen a movie in a while together, Paul. Maybe we can go together. That'd be fun. Yeah. Oh, you just get, have to get permission first. I have to get permission yeah. first. That's true. Uh, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm my own man. Yeah. I go to the movies when I want to. Yeah. I got a movie pass. It's true. That's like a hall pass, but yeah. for movies. Yeah. I'm, I'm coming. Yeah. You're like, I don't, I don't cheat with women. I cheat with movies. I just have to be home by six. Okay. okay. We'll do a matinee. All right. Cool. Uh, all right. But we're here to talk about... Uh, kick-ass movie with a kick-ass girl. We're talking about Atomic Blonde.
Atomic Blondes, Charlize Theron, James yeah. McAvoy, Paul, want, give us a quick synopsis of the movie and then let, let's talk about it because I love the movie. Love the movie. So this takes place in the late 80s? Yeah, late, late 80s, deep. right around the collapse of the Berlin Wall. Yeah. Um, Charlize Theron, the atomic blonde herself, is dispatched to go on a secret spy mission to, to find something. Oh, they have like a list of all the spy names. That's yeah, a classic real. spy plot. It looks you know? like the Soviet Union uh, yeah. got a list of names of uh, spies and, yeah. and their coordinates. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's... It's, it's the Cold War. We can't mm-hmm. we can't let this happen. Mm-hmm. So so Charlize Theron's in East Berlin. Her yeah. contacts James McAvoy, who's going back and forth between East and West Berlin. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's just a lot of kicking ass. A lot. And a she's lo- taking a lot of names. Yeah, tons of names, but not the names of the spies because she doesn't want to release those names. Totally kicking lots of butt. Um, very realistic. The fight scenes pretty brutal. Um, we talked about this before. It was pretty cool how they actually were like genuinely hurt. Like they didn't just have a big fight and walk away like right. fine. Yeah, yeah. They're all bruised, taking ice baths, you know, yeah. listening to cool 80s jams, falling in love with other spies, yeah. fighting with other spies, double crosses, car chates, gunfights, fist fights, all of the above. Yeah, and I and you know, Charlize Theron um handle handle herself great in terms of like I guess she she I think she did most of her own stunts I in think this so. and she I guess she got some great uh, fight training, and you know it's cool to see a, a badass woman in a badass part. You know, yeah, and like she really kicked a lot of butt. Yeah, and James, I, and, I, and, I, and I do enjoy James McAvoy. He, he was a, he's a, a spy, but he's also kind of being a little goofy and, and mm-hmm. like he's got like quick things he's saying. He's getting some cool shit over a lot of quips, yeah, East and West Berlin. But uh, it must suck to live there, man, because. Mm-hmm. Looked like shit was pretty tough. Yeah, I mean, it, I assume it's a hard life, being a spot. A hard knock life. A hard, it's a hard knock life for them, and I was. <laughs> but I wanted to learn more because I can't relate. Can you relate to a spy? Uh, no. I, I, can. I can't say I can. I cannot personally. Although I always thought of myself as a spy, but more of like a spy, spy versus spy situation. So what does that mean? Like you know, I have a twin spy, and we just blow each other up with no consequences. Like the mad comic thing. Is that real? You never saw Spy vs. Spy before? No, I'm saying your situation. Yeah. That, remember Maul, my twin brother? Oh, That's yeah. what we do. Oh, yeah, Maul. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about Maul. Um, so anyway, uh, I went on the dark web, uh, and I met a secret spy, and I think it's her name. Uh, I think it's her real name. I don't know. Maybe a code name. Her name is Angelique. Ooh. And also, she actually brought her hair and makeup person, because as a spy, you can't look like yourself, you have to then. be in disguise, like, yeah. just like Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. Yeah, so we also brought. He's always looking like Philip Seymour Hoffman or something. I know, even with he has the voice thing. Yeah. So anyway, uh, before they come in, I don't want them to recognize me, so I'm going to put on this bandana. Okay. So like, in case we get into trouble, they can't okay. figure out who I am and Why, kill what, me. What should I do? Um, you know, put on that uh, mustache over there. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. That that uh, Yankees oh. hat and the sunglasses. Okay, cool. Okay. Now I just look like the Unabomber. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Timothy McVeigh. Angelique, um, why don't you come on in? And, and uh, what's your name, ma'am? Um, well, it's Rhonda Bonda. Rhonda Bonda. Of course, it's not a real name, but, um, you know, I do uh, the hair for the, for the spies. I mean, you have fantastic hair. Thank you. I did it myself. Wait, you do uh, hair for all spies or just Angelique here? Uh, uh, I mean, it's my business, so, you know, I, 
I'm not, you won't find me in the phone book or anything. So I do it for not all spies, but the spies who are lucky enough to oh, find. Yeah. Spies like us. Interesting. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Angelique, um, thank you for coming. I don't know if you're risking anything to be here. I am not risking anything. Oh, I. Because I could easily murder all of you. Do I detect, oh. do I detect, detect an accent? Where are you from? Uh, I'm from France. Oh, like the Coneheads. We oui, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Have you taken a look uh, a gander at Angelique's uh, new do? Uh, How would they know that it is new, Rhonda? Well, I, I just told them it's new. I, it's one of my... Uh, You're saying if you don't have anything to compare it to, Rhonda. It, I, well, I'm just saying I think it looks very good. It's one of my finest pieces. It does. I mean, it does look very, very, very good. Do you maybe have like a spy headshot so we can compare... The new dude to the old yeah, dude. So you be, of course. You got spy auditions. Rhonda, you need to stop handing out my spy headshots. I'm sorry. Okay, I'll put no. them away. Uh, They're going can't. to get me killed. Now, Angelique, uh, on the missions you go on, uh, if you can talk about them, um, do you have any like? Obviously, you can't be yourself. What's like? What's your? You know, what's your cover? Well, uh, sometimes my cover is a lesbian. Oh. Uh, sometimes it is just a sexy French woman. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes it is a sexy French lesbian. Oh, and well, range. We, yeah. And we actually yeah. saw this in Atomic Blonde, mm -hmm. where a sexy French lesbian um, made love with uh, Charlize Theron on screen to mm -hmm. maybe get some information. But it seemed like she kind of fell for her. Yeah, is deeply. that is that a no no in the world of spies? Like, can you fall for other spies? Oh, you fall all the time. Oh. You fall all the time, and then you fall out just as quickly. Mm. You know, because you're playing the part. Uh, yes. Can I ask you a question? Mm. Was Atomic Blonde based on you? I was hoping you wouldn't notice that. And what happened to your accent? Uh, you know, <laughs> I have to practice all different kinds of accents. Oh, because the spy is maybe your fresh. Oh, yes. right, because you're a spy. That makes perfect sense. Yes. Uh, and, and, and just, uh, just to, to backtrack, Rhonda, how, what was it like being on set for that sexy, steamy scene? Well, I mean, it's not uh, unusual for me. I mean, you know, a lot of couples go get couples massages, you know, in the real world. But in spy world, most people get couples hairdos. So I frequently uh, will do... Uh, how you identify who's working with who. Exactly. Uh, it's not... It was commonplace for me, you know. I, I would come in post-coital uh, to their bedside and fluff their hair. Oh, oh uh, the opposite fluffer. <laughs> opposite fluffer, I would. Right, because they don't have penises. Quaff, I would yeah. quaff their hair. Uh, it's not unusual for me. I'm very open. Oh, so great. say there were two guys, low 30s, super cool uh, podcasters, and they wanted to get in the world of spies. What would they do? Like, what kind of disguises would they get? I'm just asking for a friend. What kind of code names would they have? First, you would definitely need to uh, get a code name that sounds cool but androgynous. Like okay. Rhonda Banda. Def uh, yes. Oh, that's not your real name? No, oh of, my course, oh, yeah. of course. Oh, wow. All right, so I guess. Uh, Maybe I could be hunka bunka. That's a good, great good, good, yeah. good. That's a great mm. And I think I'd be uh, Chumbawamba. Ah, great, well played. Although I knew a Chumbawamba. Oh, was that yeah. taken? Yeah, yeah. He was he was a spy for uh, some uh, Wookies in the Star Wars film. 
he leaked information uh, to what? others. But, it, but he said was, so is he dead? Uh, I don't know. He might be in the Bahamas somewhere. He hasn't hit me up to quaff his. Okay, uh, maybe Cabby Chumbawamba too. Oh, yeah. T-O-O? Yeah. Okay. It's not confusing at all. Not confusing. Okay, great, great, great. I like it. Great name. All right. So I guess you, we were, you were asking for us then, <laughs> not a friend. <laughs> I mean, uh, guess the cat's out of the bag, guys. Um, the there's a, a lot of spy uh, catchphrase. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, underworld in the world of podcasting. So you know, we were kind of asked to infiltrate some devious podcasts, oh. and I couldn't yeah. go in as myself. Well, uh, lesson number two: don't tell other spies your missions in case they're on the same one. <gasps> oh. Whoa, whoa, Angelique! Whoa, whoa. what do you, what do you, you, Angelique, Angelique? Uh, Easy, you might mess up your new quaff. That's true, Rhonda. Will you give me the special hair guard? Yeah, of course. Before I. Uh, wow. Oh, that, that yeah, yeah, great. Stunning. Yeah. But what do you. Angelique, we invite you on the show. And yeah, we didn't. Look, I. You said me, it yourself, boys. No, hey. Angelique has pulled out two of her most stylish pistols, by the way. Yes. Uh, thank you, Rhonda, for. Who designed those pistols? Oh, a French, uh, a French artist named Pierre. Could you describe the pistols in detail? <laughs> uh, they're. Uh, Bright uh, purple uh, with gold uh, inlay. Inlay. It's classy as fuck. Classy. Oh classy she, she even said fuck is really cool like a spy. Yeah. Ben, trying to say it cool. Anyways. What the fuck? <laughs> what, the, what the fuck, Angelique? We're, we're, I thought we were cool, man. We were cool until I realized you were the secret podcast spies I've been looking for. But a real spy would never... Give out their real mission, right? Right. Yeah, but you guys are bad. Bad spies. <laughs> no, yeah, it's true. This is our first job. All right. Well, you know what? We never formally accepted the job. That's so true. maybe we could... Well, we can lead you Help. to yeah. the person who tried to hire us. Mm-hmm. We can, we, we'll double cross him. We'll be on your seat. side. And your seat. What's yeah. his name? I want a truce. I want you to agree. Fine. I'm always down for a good double cross. Oh, okay. But as long uh, as that's not a triple cross. No, no, of course not. Mm-hmm. We'll never let it, let it get that far. His name is Bruce. Banner? Uh, no. Oh. Bruce, uh, Bruce? Ba- Boehner. Boehner. No. Oh, Bruce Banner. Yeah, I think you just probably read, read his spelling is kind of like Banner, but it's pronounced Boehner. Oh, I did his hair. Oh, so you know oh. Bruce. Yeah, I know Bruce. So he reached out to us through um, the dark web, like how we contacted you, and he's like, hey, I need some uh, Jews, that podcast, it seems like, based on the title of your show, you, you would fit that bill. Uh, can you do this for me? And we said, okay, let's, we'll think about it. He made, a, he made an offer we couldn't refuse. But uh, here's the thing. He was supposed to come here after we finish up in a couple of minutes, so why don't we, we just you guys just stay here. And when he gets here, you guys do your spy shit. I guess, Rhonda, you, you'll get your comb ready. Of course. I mean, I, listen, once people get their hair done by me, they only get their hair done by me. And, and um, what do you, do you do? What do you fluff, Angelique, before a fight and then after a fight? How does uh, it work? Really, at all times. Sometimes during. During? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow, wow, wow. Angelique, I, I didn't see that on Atomic Blonde, though. Uh, you did. It was when. Um, Charlize was being choked and her head was leaning back. She, there was someone behind her. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sometimes I would come in, uh, in a, just fully in a green screen, so they could just fade me out. Oh, uh, okay. And and, um, and uh, while we're on the subject, James McAvoy shaved head. 
What'd you do there? Mm-hmm. I shaved it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he had the he had the total like uh, X Men first class uh, do, and then you just came in. And... Yeah, razored that shit. Oh wow! Wow! wow. Great! Okay. Great work! Thank well, you! Yeah. Thank you! Oh my god! Oh. That, that must be Bruce. All right, everyone uh, act what, cool. So what do we do? Pret- uh, pretend like, do we're, pretend we're doing a different movie. Pretend we're doing a different wait, movie. Or wait, so we'll, we'll do, oh, oh, okay, because mm-hmm. they don't, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, and that's why he came home, Spider-Man, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the homecoming uh, of yes, sorts. Yes, come in. Oh, thank you. Bruce? <laughs> it's me, Bruce Bader. Bruce, uh, Hello? we're still in the middle of a, a podcast episode. I thought we were going to meet a little later. Yeah. I came early. Oh, okay. That's really nice. You could sit in while we finish talking about Spider-Man Homecoming. With, uh, this, Can I? Okay. This, Spider-Man this... Homecoming. Is that the one where Spider-Man comes home? That's right. I yeah. that one. And, uh, and these lovely ladies, they're just um, they, oh, they're they're, uh, spi- spiders. Spider spy, yeah, yeah, yeah. enthusiasts. Oh, I thought yeah. you were going to say spies. That would have been weird. No. No. Oh, no. Bruce. Bruce. You're yeah, so, funny. so we're just gonna continue yeah, so, as normal. So uh, um, spiders, spiders. Yeah, they have, have legs. Mm. Yeah, a lot, right? True. Yeah. One of my favorite uh, favorite things is envisioning uh, spiders wearing skates. Yeah, oh, oh, eight, eight skates on a spider. Eight skates on a spider. Right, right. I guess that brings us to Harry the... Potter. Exactly. Uh, Bruce, yeah, I don't. You don't need to participate. Oh, I thought you when you sit down in the podcast, you're usually participating too. Uh, yeah, we'll, 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 just, we'll like you know. Yes, we'll, we'll talk about the movie. So, what happened in that scene when um, you know, Charlize, the uh, Michael Keaton? Oh, man, I'm struggling. I'm struggling hard. Oh, you were gonna say Charlize Theron or something? She was in that spy movie. Oh yeah, yeah, but we don't know anything about spies or hairdressing. Oh. Yeah. Do you know anything about Charlize Theron? Uh, Monsters Ball. That's good. She's my or favorite. Or maybe Monster, period, right? Mm, monster. Mon- think monster Ball yeah. with Halle Berry. Yeah. <laughs> She's my favorite African-American actress, Charlize Theron. Yeah. <laughs> Was she a citizen, though? I think so. Okay, yeah, well, that, well then that checks out. Yeah. Very, yeah. I didn't know you were so into pop culture, Bruce. Absolutely. We met on that pop culture dog web board, remember? <laughs> that's yeah. true. Uh, was, we were tr- trying remember to get... you thought he was Bruce Valanche at first? Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm sorry, go on, continue. Uh, so, uh, well, we can conduct our business now, uh, ladies. You don't mind. We take a break from Spider-Man, so we can just do some podcast-related yeah, business. Yes, but... Hey, guys, let's talk close. They don't hear us. Yeah, so, Bruce, uh, how, do we, how do we end this deal so we get you the special information? Well, see, boys, uh, I need that list of other podcasts that I need to do stuff to. Right. Right? What kind of stuff? Study your business. That's not what you're hired well, for. Well, hey, listen. If you want us to be part of your crew, we need to know all the deeds. That would implicate you. You don't want to be implicated in this. Don't you see, Bruce? Yeah. We're already in, in too deep. I don't do implication without representation. Are you a spy or a noir detective? I can't get a read on you. I, well, I'm new to this, man. This is my first job. Okay, so I'm telling you, don't worry what I'm going to do to them. I'm going to tickle them. But I just need a list of people. Okay. So let, let me let me uh, get this piece of paper and then double cross. Get him! Oh! Pew pew! Oh! Oh my goodness! Aquanet! Wow! I heard him so much more because that's essentially a flamethrower. Yeah. Here, I'm gonna hold this lighter up. Now hit it again. Aquanet! I can't believe you didn't recognize Ronda Bonda and Angelique. Yeah, you can call me Hunka Bunka. And I'm Chumbawamba T two T O O. Bruce. Because you're saying this all. 
I'm on fire? That's Bruce. 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 Yes. I think it's funny you changed your name. I knew you back when you were Bruce Spruce. Oh, God. There ought to be. How does everyone know my cover? We got long memories, Bruce Spruce. Ele- it's amazing. Like He's elephants. still on fire. I'm still on fire. No, that's we're just going to watch you burn to death. Stop, drop, and roll, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, those were, that's what you think you're right, talking about. Again, the, the most important tool for a spy addresser oh. is the Aquanet. Hairspray. Mm. Oh, wow. Uh, well, I guess Bruce is dead. Yeah. Yes, mission um, successful. Thank you. So we get credit for that mission, right? Should we put it on our IMDb? Yeah, your spy IMDb. Spy IMDb page. Okay, cool. Spy MDB. Spy MDB. Uh, so we like to play some games on this show. Now that we've successfully murdered a spy, which I don't know if, uh, I don't know if we were on the good side or bad side. There, wait, wait, wait. We were on the good side, right? Or I guess we can't know. There's a fine line between good and bad. There's a fine line between blue and purple. Is it a, is it a thin red line? Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, basically. Basically, but... I think there were good people on both sides in Charlottesville. Oh, he came back for one last scare. Yeah. <laughs> saying I'm a bad person. He came back for one last scare. Yeah, I, I kind of figured he'd be at the Charlottesville when he mentioned a white actress as his favorite African-American <laughs> actress. Uh, Even so, though she's famous, she's from Africa. But. So, uh, so we play this game called Pitch It in the Room. This is essentially we're pitching the sequel to the movie that we've been actively reviewing, Atomic Blonde. Uh, so why don't we have Paul go first, and we'll go around the room and, and, and pitch our sequel to Atomic Blonde. And of course, producer Kent will be our judge. All right. And what do we win? We win a million dollars to finance your movie. Oh. <gasps> Goes a long way. Have you guys ever thought about switching careers and getting into the movie business? I know Rhonda Bonda, you've already... Uh, yeah, just dabbled in Dabbled. It. And maybe Angelique. This could be a retirement plan. It could be. Uh, uh, I want to kill more people, though, than are typically allowed on a set. It's really the killing is what I'm in it for. She's mm-hmm. in it for the cold blood. Mm. That just mm. the smell of blood just makes you wake up in the morning. Yeah, it's better than coffee. Mm. Bread coffee. Is that like a spy tip? We should be writing this down. Oh, you still want to be spies after that? No. I mean, I, I, I don't. Wink. I mean, we just watched a man burn alive. I, I don't think you I'm... didn't get the thrill. Like, I got the juices flowing, like wow. the adrenaline going. Okay, here's my pitch. Okay, the year you fast forward, right, and it's now 2019. Years after Atomic Blonde, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Charlize is, is, is an older woman. Now she runs the spy agencies, okay? Okay. And there's a mysterious guy looking to knock off podcasters. So she, he has to find two extremely cool, good-looking, articulate, famous podcasters, preferably Jewish, to infiltrate the underground. Okay. Okay, right? Think about this. Could be a good role for me specifically. All right. But the plot centers around this list of podcasters that's hidden in some kind of code. Mm. So we're also going to need a computer programmer, mm-hmm. a driver, a sniper, and Ving Rames as a part of the team. And together, we'll go on an impossible mission that spans all over the U.S., ending at a rally in Charlottesville where, where we get the names and save the day. And what do you call that? Um... Spies to men. Wow, spies to men. Okay, uh, Angelique, um, would you like to take a stab at uh, uh, yes. pitching the sequel to Atomic Blonde? Mm-hmm. So it's um, almost identical 
to Atomic Blonde, but instead of the Berlin Wall, it is the Mexico Wall. Oh, <laughs> wow. And the, it's, I, I, 20, it's 2020, and the wall's coming down, and uh, there's spies on both the North so and wait, the South. So wait, it was already built up, and it's already coming down? It's a very brief period. Okay. But tensions were high, mm-hmm. and spies were on both sides, and uh, you gotta, there's a, there's a list Oh, okay. Obvious, the list, yeah. yeah, there's always lists, but this list is not on a watch. This list is in a taco truck. Oh, <gasps> so it's probably south of the border. Who do you think? Is who, it? It's oh, on wheels. Oh, I don't know. That's well, we don't know. Yeah. Uh, who's the star of your movie? Uh, Charlize Theron. It's Atomic Blonde 2. Who plays like the Even James Blonder. McAvoy character? Oh, Wait, so, um, but it's 2020, Diego so she's, Luna. she's also an old woman? No, Charlize never ages. Oh. Thanks to hairdresser. Yeah. Atomic Blonde to even blonder, you said? Even blonder. Mm-hmm. Even atomicer. It's a great title. Thank even you. Even atomicer. Okay, wow. Okay, that's uh, controversial. Uh, okay, uh, Ronda Bonda. Uh, what, what do you think is going to be a good sequel to uh, Atomic Blonde? Okay, okay, listen to this. I'm listening. Well, we've already talked about how uh, Atomic Blonde was filled with fist fights and hand fights. Kick fights. Uh, this sequel is filled with hair fights. Oh, hair fights! Yeah, just whipping your hair back and forth. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Oh, you have a beautiful singing voice, Angelique. Thank you. It's one of my talents. It's one of her talents. Yeah. So it's a, hair fights, explosive hair. That's the title: explosive hair. Uh, flaming hair, you name it, uh, and all of the Wait, spies. Is it explosive hair, flaming hair, you name it? That yeah, the that's the title. <laughs> explosive hair, flaming hair, you name it, is the name of the movie, and and it all centers around a list of spy hairdressers, oh. and, and everyone's trying to get the best one. Who, uh, surprise, is named. Ronda Bonda. Oh, <gasps> and and who's who plays Ronda Bonda in the film? Oh, well, yeah, Angelique. Oh, Angelique. Wow. You're, an you're an actor. It's one of my talents. Oh, Angelique. And uh, of course, the uh, the the hair assistant who sweeps the trimmings up after Angelique uh, playing Ronda Bonda is uh, a person whose real name is. Don't say it. Don't say the real name. I'm going to say it. Don't say the real name. I'm going to say it. It's going to be exclusive. It's Sophie (gasps) Coppola. Oh. Beguiled. Yeah. Yeah, not Sophia, but Uh, it's Sophie. Sophie. Sophie Coppola. Uh, I guess that was Sophie's choice. Uh, Okay, so there's one more uh, that's mine. Uh, All right, so this is the sequel to Atomic Blonde. All right, so. Then this is for a million dollars. I know. Or a million doll hairs. So, we we pan out to a, a sexy young blonde lawyer, played by Reese Witherspoon. She's up in Maine, uh, putting together a dossier on a big case about the border. There's a wall between Canada and, and America now, uh, and, but someone gets the dossier and transcribes it into a list. Um, she then has to work with the the federal agencies to go back and get that list, um, and it's called Legally Blonde, Atomically Blonde. That's good. So, uh, Is that question, in the same universe? Question. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's the same universe. Why, if she transcribed the list, why can't she just do it again? (laughs) Why can't she just make another list? Yes, why should they have to get the first list if she's the one with all the domain knowledge? Well, well, I don't want to spoil it, but um, there was was a fire. In her Uh, brain? And she... (laughs) Yeah, uh, she was uh, electrocuted and... It scrambles her brain, so it's kind of like an a, there's an amnesia component. Oh. Yeah, Just, like a racer. So she, she erased oh, everything like, except for her spy skills. So it's a right. classic Muppets take Manhattan scenario. Yeah, yeah. I actually did some of the Muppets hair. Oh, which Ooh, ones? Which ones? Yeah, in the uh, in the movie The Great Muppet Caper. Oh, that oh, makes sense. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah, yeah, I actually did all of their hair. They. Uh, what was your favorite song in The Great Muppet Caper? Um, <laughs> we'll go around the room. <laughs> my favorite song in The Great Muppet Caper was uh, Caping Around and Caping Around Town, and it actually got cut. Uh, uh, what about it, you, Angelique? Oh, mine was uh, the song where they captured the bad guy and saying about maybe killing him, but it was called Morals, question mark. Um, <laughs> that got cut also? Yeah. yeah, they thought it was too violent for children. That's true. Uh, Paul? Happiness Hotel. Happiness Hotel. Yeah. Uh, wasn't cut. No, it wasn't cut. Uh, okay, Ken, so I'm going to review uh, these for you so you can uh, pick our winner. So Paul uh, travels in time to 2019 where... Um, uh, Far time travel. Charlize Theron, well, from the original. Charlize Theron's running the spy agency and uh, has to recruit two podcasters uh, to retrieve a list, and he called it um, Spies Two Men. Yeah. I already but, cast it too. Uh, oh, who's in the cast? Uh, myself and uh, my friend Artie Brennan. Oh, wow. He plays you. Great cast. Uh, uh, well, I'm, everyone knows I'm more of a host than an actor, so yeah, that's true. fine. I'm not insulted. Uh, Angelique. Uh, also travels uh, to the future, 2020, where the Mexican wall is built but is coming down, and Shirley's Theron reprises her role to retrieve her list. Uh, that's called Atomic Blonde 2, even blonder, even atomicer. Uh, Ron DeBanda here is uh, uh, pitching a movie about hair fights. You know, obviously there's a list of spy hairdressers out there that that needs to be recovered, and we we didn't specify where geographically this. Oh, uh, yeah. Basically, it's in Canada. Oh, basically, it's in Canada. Basically. So, so was that like, um, uh, like, Chicago? Basically, Canada. Basically, yeah. Uh, Okay, and that's called explosive hair, flaming hair, you name it. Uh, And then mine is uh, a tale of a a a young blonde lawyer uh, up in Maine uh, transcribing a list, gets amnesia, and links up with another blonde. Um, spy to get the list between the borders. That's called Legally Blonde, Atomically Blonde. Who's the other blonde spy in that? Uh, the other blonde spy in that is... Angelique. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I'm not casting Angelique. Uh, the other, the other uh, blonde spy in that is uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, okay. Uh, and what year does uh, Rhonda Bondas take place in what year does your movie take place? Uh, it basically, I guess, basically takes place uh, now. Now, okay. 2017. What about 2017. yours? 2017. Uh, mine actually spans uh, from uh, 19, uh, uh, 1999 to, uh, to present day. This is perfect. Guys, I got a little surprise for you. Ooh, I love surprises. This is, this in, in the, the world we live in now, of your Mission Impossibles, your Fast and Furiouses, they're all getting bought because they're all going to be the sequels. And we're going to start off with Paul's mm-hmm. 1919, uh, uh, 2019 and then go to Angelique's 2020. So the, those two are going to go right 
there, and that's going to be kind of the Tokyo Drift, which is takes place in the future. We're going to come back to yours, wow. and then it's going to go through, and it's all going to tell a single storyline. And wow. so, boom. So we all win. All of you yeah. guys win. Wow. A million dollars. So, obviously, you make a movie for a million dollars, because that's all it costs, so go do yeah, it. we all have iPhones, all right, right? cool. Uh, I'll send you guys the uh, shooting schedule. Mm, sounds good. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. We like to do one last thing here on Jews and Reviews, and that's go around the horn and uh, rate the movie we've actively been reviewing, Atomic Blonde. Mm. Uh, so, uh, Ron Bond, we'll start with you on a scale from one to five stars of David. How many stars of David do you give Atomic Blonde? Uh, I'd, I'd probably give it uh, a four uh, star, uh, Jewish star, because uh, Angelique wasn't in it, and that would make it a five. Uh, oh, it was I, hard I, for You guys are close friends. Uh, yes, oh, we go everywhere know, together. Yeah, she fluffed me day and night. So. Oh, and night. <laughs> But it was. You a have great, to look good. You have to wake up like you have this. To live, you have to look good. So I would. I would. That's what I would rate it. Uh, but it was a great experience being on set. So I okay. have to give it a four. That's very nice, Angelique. Uh, how many stars of David do you give Atomically Bonds? Oh, uh, four and a half. Ooh, I would say if there was just a little bit more connecting the dots of the plot lines and the loose threads. It could get another half a star, and but it's really ways. great yeah. to watch. And the flyaways. Badass woman punch a lot of men in the face. Mm, I yeah. enjoy that. That gets me going, also. Yeah. Uh, Paul, stars David for Tom uh, Clark. I needed three and a half stars. The '80s piece really put me over the top because mm -hmm. I like the style, I like the music, I like the the butt kicking or the can I say ass? The ass kicking. You said worse. <laughs> what about the hair? And the hair was. Amazing. Wow. Like jaw dropping. Rhonda, Rhonda's you got a smile ear to ear. I like the Cheshire cat. <laughs> a blue purple Cheshire cat. Thank uh, you. Thank uh, you. I'll also give Atomic Blonde three and a half stars. Really fun uh, action. I also really like the 80s piece. The hair was to die for. Thank you. Uh, Would have liked to see some more flock of seagulls type hairstyles in there, but next time, <laughs> next time yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, thanks guys for being here. Thank you. From me to you. Back to you. Choose and reviews. Hey guys, I'm Lissa Mandel. I'm Philip Cassell. And we're here from The, the Bitch, Bitch Seat. Seat the podcast. It's an interview show where we talk to guests about the horrible and beautiful parts of their youth. We like to think of it as an adult talk show and tell. A grown-up show and tell. There you go. Like that. So for a teaser, here's some magnetic poetry that I wrote on my fridge when I was 12. Hit it, Phil. Dreams of whispered music felt snow white and lathered me in delirious symphonies. The ache within is black and bitter. A thousand frantic shadows scream and chant bitterly. I sleep on a lake of a thousand diamonds. You were 12? Yeah, I was way ahead of my time. Fair enough. Tune in. This has been an Atlantic Transmission production. Hey!